Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. Marie. And you are going in SmackDown Live. Hey, this is Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke Watson going in the Raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at YouTube.com forward slash Steven Larson. And available wherever podcasts can be found, be sure to hit that subscribe button and the little notify bell next to it to make sure you always got your new Going In Raw notifications. We're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We have a variety of reward tiers over there. Let's take a look to see if we have any new patrons. I don't think we did. I think, uh, oh no, we do. Trey Thomas is new. So welcome. Welcome. And then I think uh, Marcus Aurelius uh, increased his Patreon pledge. Thank you, Marcus. So that now he can see all five bonus episodes. Oh, yeah. Uh, This week we had uh, the debut of Robo Mulcop in uh, in, uh, WWE 2K20. Uh, We had... Uh, some GTA Five. Oh yeah, lost all our money. All at the, the money I made playing roulette, you lost. Well, okay. There's one caveat there, though. You start the seed money was mine in the first place. Yeah. So it was my money to lose. Don't tell me how to well, spend my money. Twenty thousand of it was yours to lose. The rest of that I made. Right, but it was my money that you were playing with. We never discussed what your cut was. I mean, it should have been at least half of the winnings. Of the capital investment I made. Yeah, it should have been half of the winnings. You think so? Yeah. Anyways, uh, we have some stream issues right now, but we're going to press on anyways. Yeah, we got no choice. Hey, you know what? We got beer, though. <laughs> yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. Too good, me brother. Skull. There you go. All right, so SmackDown happened. What a pointless first hour, though. Yeah, the first hour was, like, fairly meaningless. But I mean, let's- whenever you open the show... Whenever you open the show with the Baron Corbin promo, you're off on the wrong oh, foot. Oh, it's, dude, it's exactly the way, the way it was a year ago. We say that week after week they do this, too. It's infuriating. But it let's really let's skip ahead to the interesting stuff, okay? Well, there's really... I don't want to talk about the bummer stuff. I want to talk about the good stuff. There's there's a really good Bray Wyatt... There's a Miz interview uh, uh, where uh, Miz or Bray Wyatt kind of uh, infiltrated, and then a subsequent Firefly Funhouse. That was all good stuff. There's a good tag match between the Revival and uh, Gable and Ali... That's about it. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even take a look at the notes here. The main events were just an absolute cluster. Here's one thing. Yeah, that did I, they, they like change the match? Like, Yeah, why not with, make it a tag match in the first place? With like four minutes left to go? Yeah, there's ten minutes left in the show. <laughs> there, Baron got himself DQ'd twice yeah. in a span of ten minutes. Yeah, what the heck? Um, here's the thing that's really bothering me. Okay. Like, I understand if faces want to hang out and help each other out because they're all good guys and that's what good guys are supposed to do. Yeah. What's this thing about heels is randomly teaming up with no motivation? Oh, did you hear who the uh, who the manager or who the guy under the ring is? No. It's spoiler alert, I guess, if it matters that much. Apparently this is going to be the new Baron Corbin manager, uh, Drake Maverick. That's according to Meltzer, so take it with a grain of salt. 
he ain't been on fire lately. Uh, but apparently it was Drake Maverick. But I would have thought they would have. Maybe they're going to leash that at, at TLC. I don't know. Um, I hope to see Daniel Bryan. I think, hey, man, I think TLC is going to be a heck of a pay-per-view. I'm, so. I'm convinced. I think Daniel Bryan's going to show up with, like, giant patches of his hair missing. Yeah, man, he's going to be, like, uh, uh, basically a first member of the Firefly Funhouse family. Yeah, I, I hope that so. That seems to be the thing. I think that's going to be the case. That he's he's going to be lost for a while. I like the uh, – so, yeah, I thought the Miz uh, Bray stuff was really good. I thought yeah. I, I really came alive then. I actually got a kick. I was I was chuckling quite a bit during – I don't know why. Week to week it changes with me and Heavy Machinery. But when they gave Sami Zayn that ham, <laughs> I was cracking up. I, I was laughing at Sami Zayn talking so much crap to Otis. Yeah. It really made me laugh. You should have said that's a mighty fine ham. Yeah. That was really good. Maybe, that was, that ooh, was really funny stuff. If only it were a rum ham. Rum ham. <laughs> rum ham. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, that was whatever. Uh, I like that Dana Brooke got TV time. Yeah, she did a Batista bomb too. Yeah, that was that was rad. That was cool. There's little things here and there. This the first hour was so meaningless, so pointless. There's so little story apart from the Bray Miz stuff. Story being built to your pay per view on Sunday. Look at how much. I mean, you get like, and this is this is not this is not you just taking too many notes. This is like a normal note taking session right here. But the entirety of the of the Baron Corbin Dolph Ziggler promo. Is just it's massive. It's too much. That promo, and then I checked the clock at the conclusion of this Fire Desire versus Alexa Bliss Nikki Cross match, and that match was short. Yeah, that was, match was very short. Yeah, it was super short. Twenty-four minutes into the show. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It's way too much. Yeah, SmackDown. It's 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 struggling, man. It's lacking something. It's lacking like a big story. Like, yeah. right now, Seth and Kevin Owens is a big story. It's yeah. a big thing. And SmackDown lacks. I mean, well, it's it's got, it's got Bray. It's got Bray. That's the closest they have to, like, a big story. Yeah, and if they can weave something interesting with Bray and Miz and Daniel Bryan, potential's there for that to be a huge story. But That's the problem is that with Bray, when you have a big story with Bray, it's not told in the ring at all because he doesn't wrestle except mm -hmm. for, like, pay-per-view sometimes. Yeah. Um, and so everything else like feels kind of weak. And then having Roman and Baron together, having Baron anybody and like <laughs> Baron just sucks the life. <laughs> when, sorry, when Baron is the focus, when Baron is is hogging up TV time. What's a good role for Baron? Baron should you know what Baron would be really great at being a henchman? Yeah, he'd be a great number Sw two. Swap him and Drew McIntyre. Yeah, he'd be a great number two. I'd, I'd watch two hours of Drew McIntyre doing just about anything. Uh huh. Like a ten-minute Baron Corbin promo, I'm I'm about ready to give up on wrestling altogether. Right? I'm gonna quit the show and start week a comic after book. week after week after week. Just ten minutes of Baron Corbin, and I, the thing is, I don't dislike Baron Corbin. You think you and I can like start a comic book together? And Mother's in comic. Make heck of Sorry. money on that? No, well, no, it's comic books. No, we can't make heck of money on that. Writing, just writing it. You, you know that you, you tried. You tried the comic book thing. Did you we make have an audience now? Did you make heck of money? Uh, recent, like ever since we started doing this on my old stuff, yeah. could you could you make a living just with that amount of money that you made? Uh, yes. No, I could. No, you couldn't. I could. I, I have a good idea of how much money you made from that. I mean, it sort of depends on where I'm living in the world. <laughs> yes. Um, but like, I don't mind Baron Corbin. I just don't want him to be the a, a featured player because mm -hmm. he's it's, it just it, it it just it saps all the all the, the the life out of the show. Yeah, and then he's got Dolph next to him. That doesn't help. It doesn't help at all. Yeah. I mean, like it was kind of funny when he wore the SmackDown hat a week too long, mm -hmm. but that's like the the sole point of charm for him. Here's the thing: handsome, be wonderful. Here in the chat says SmackDown is missing a world title. That's what it's missing. No. Because they have a universal title. Be, well, no, just look over on Raw. They don't have a world title. And yeah. I mean, by and large, isn't Raw okay most weeks? <laughs> I mean, it's really long. No. But like, hey, you got, Seth, miss, you got Seth and Kevin Owens. Seth and yeah. Kevin Owens is proof that you don't need a title for a story. And you got Rey Mysterio over there with the U.S. title. It's just the problem is the equivalent over here on SmackDown is the IC title, which they do nothing with. Yeah, they ain't doing nothing with that. They do nothing with it. Right. And apparently a Nakamura is not taking on Braun because they didn't say anything up for that. Uh, they advertised AJ versus Randy for Raw. They did nothing. So we're just sitting at how many matches? Well, there's seven confirmed. Oh, that's enough then. Um, oh, that's plenty. Yeah, that's not. It's not. There's not like they're they're going into tomorrow with like or sorry Sunday with three matches confirmed. This is gonna be a three hour pay per view, man. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully yeah. two and a half. 
Um, they confirmed Randy and AJ for Raw. Yeah, or teased it, so I'm assuming that's when the, the match is going to happen. Uh, Bailey referenced Lacey Evans in her promo, but they did nothing to further that story, really. Mm-hmm. Sasha's off, apparently recording an album right now. Mm-hmm. So she's not having a match on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. So all these kind of matches that are up in the air, uh, maybe none of them will happen. To I don't think that anymore happen. I think seven is exact. Like you, you got to figure number one that Charlotte Bailey Oscar Kyrie match. That's going to be a long match. Sasha Becky. Sasha Be- Becky and Charlotte. Yes, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Gosh, we both got it wrong. <laughs> Becky and Charlotte, Kyrie and Oscar. That match is going to go long. Yeah, it is. So seven matches for three hours is pretty good. And I think they're starting to kick off at three thirty, so there might not even be a kickoff show match. Are you serious? Yeah, that's why I said let's start. At you 3:30. say you say they you say you think is that like they haven't announced any kickoff show. <laughs> And they haven't announced a kickoff show? No, they announced a kickoff show, and I think they st- they said it started at 3.30. Um, and, oh, wow. But they haven't announced any, any uh, kickoff show matches. Oh, my goodness gracious. Anyways, let's get into this. Let's dive in. Promo. Now, now that if, we have the people here anxious to hear. If we must, talk about this Baron Corbin promo. So the show kicks off with Baron on his sedan being carried to the ring. Dolph's with him, too. No, kickoff at 3. Oh, at 3? Yeah, Pacific. Maybe three thirty. Maybe we'll have a match then. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Alistair versus Buddy is on the kickoff. Me too. Yeah. Or That's... the War Raiders Open Challenge. Yeah, that could be either of those. So uh, Baron and Dolph come down the ring. Uh, they start. <laughs> they smell something. They're like, what stinks? They smell something. Is it the crowd That's... here in Milwaukee? Is it the crowd here? Is it is it all you people, or is it the dog food from last week? Baron, why would there still be dog food smell? You're in a different city. Well, You're in a different city. It's a gag, man. It's a gag. It's a joke. It can still make sense. <laughs> You're hundreds, isn't that thousand mi- thousands of miles away from where you dump dog food on Roman Reigns? I mean, there's no obvious dog food stains on the mats out there. They've yeah. probably been cleaned since yeah, then. I'm probably right. Man, that little bit of research that I did today on all right, the longest cut in ten of the win. That's the Punk Ambrose match. Yeah, that's what I told you. Oh boy. There was no gloves. Did you okay? But did you see? Do had to pick up duty. <laughs> did you see the? Uh, did you? But did you see the smear? There was a smear. I kind of vaguely remember that. Okay, so well, I remember like a. It's like a discoloration. I remember. Did we just watch the YouTube version of it? Yeah. Okay, so tomorrow on Ten for the Win, for the people out there who are like, why do these guys just start talking about something completely random? Tomorrow, Ten for the Win, we have the top ten most disgusting things to happen in a ring. Uh huh. And uh, one of the entries, just spoiler alert, of course, yeah, is CM Punk pooping his pants yeah. against Dean Ambrose. So I went back and I watched the match, not just on the YouTube version, but the SmackDown version. And when he's in that headlock and his butt's on the mat, he yeah. gets up and something stays there. Yuck. Like greasy, wet poo. Yeah. That's icky. And it's just, and you see it, like it's just there the rest of the match. And a couple times, like heads kind of go near there. Oh, man. I mean, it's Mox. What does he care? He's I a deathmatch guy. I mean, like, nobody likes pink poop. Pink guy still is, like, really obnoxious. Nobody likes poo-poo. You don't want to get poop. I mean, yeah. Anyway, speaking of poop, yeah. Yeah, Baron talked more. Um, and so he said, I want to tell the crowd what a great 2019 I had. And I was king of ring. I did all this other stuff. And I'm going to cap it off by beating Roman at, at TLC and embarrassing him more than I'd be leader of SmackDown. And then Baron says, if Roman shows up, he's got every door and every window of this arena covered with security. Yeah. One of them was believe. like, one of them looked like Hulk Hogan, like a small Hulk yeah, Hogan. Yeah, I noticed that too. <laughs> and he goes on again, how no one in the locker respects Roman uh, and says, uh, Dolph, he'll speak to that. He gives Dolph the floor for like 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Dolph just pretty much says what Baron said. And then uh, Baron starts talking again, unfortunately. He says, anyone who gets in their way will bow down. Dolph tries to get an all-hail King Corbin chant going. Of course, that goes nowhere. Yeah. Uh, out come the New Day to interrupt. They drop a promo from the ramp, uh, uh, you know, talking trash about Baron because it's really easy to talk trash about Baron. Baron re- re- responds by trying to t- talk trash to Kofi about uh, losing the belt to Brock in six seconds. Kofi's like, hey, make that eight seconds. Yeah. Um, he says, you know, you're, you're, I'm still the, the champion of the people. And while you say you had a pretty good 2019, dare I say – I had a better one. He said he went to Mania and won the title. Yep, had a six-month reign Has with Baron it. had a title yet? He had the U.S. title. Yes, he did. That's right. And he was a Money in Bank guy. Mm-hmm. I probably don't remember that. 
Um, New Day make the way down the ring. They get in. Uh, Bar- Kofi says if Baron was a real king, he'd carry himself with some class. He says he disrespected Roman last week, and he doesn't like it. Yeah. Baron starts talking more trash. Kofi slaps him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Baron says if Kofi wants to be a leader like Roman, then you'll be humiliated like Roman. Yeah, so that set up later on in the night, or so we were led to believe anyways, Kofi versus Baron I mean, it, Corbin. it did happen. I mean, it happened for like a moment, and then they went to a tag match. Um, <clears throat> Isn't that a classic SmackDown trope, though? Yeah, I, I mean, it's apparently it's not just a, a when, uh, Teddy Long thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, dude, I don't know. I mean, before we move on here, let's talk about SmackDown a little bit. We all kind of figured. I, you know, man, I don't know. I sometimes I hope I'm like, man, it's a lot of money. It's a fresh start. It's a big deal. New set, new network. Maybe it'll spur some fresh stuff. Old habits die hard, man. Right. It is just the same thing. Now, I'm not going to say SmackDown necessarily feels like the B show because they have done a decent job of separating the rosters and keeping them separate. Yeah, but you go back to, what, a year, year and a half ago when SmackDown was consistently pretty darn good. Yeah, yeah, but still, there was the perception that it was kind of the B show. Yeah, but I mean, like, if you took the show based on its own merits... Mm-hmm. Most weeks, it wiped the floor with Raw. Yeah, it was way better than Raw. It was a better written yeah. show. The storylines were better. The wrestling was really good. Yeah. Week in and week out, it was the better. Sh- it was the, the more enjoyable show to watch. What the perception was of what was A show, B show, whatever, WB considered A show versus B show. Set that aside. In terms of actual the actual uh, wrestling experience, SmackDown was the better show. Yeah. And now they're just both kind of mediocre. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they'll have good weeks, they'll have bad weeks, they'll have mediocre weeks. They'll have good stuff. Yeah, every, every episode has something good in it, yeah. but it's just... It's, it's, well, you have that much time to I fill. Know. Something's going to be the, good. Uh, uh, bro- broken clock right <laughs> twice, huh? <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Anyways. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. All right, moving on. Uh, after that, we had a Ms. Bray recap of the Ms. and Bray. Yeah, another one of those. There's two of them this episode. Next, more Baron and Dolph. They're walking backstage. And come upon one of their security guys. He's beat up. Yeah, he looks like Hulk Hogan, but yeah. skinny. Whoop. Maybe it's Randy Hogan. Randy Hogan. Uh, they oh, go into their, into their locker room. It's trashed. Yeah. Everything's tossed asunder, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, including their security, mm-hmm. they've all been beat up. All the local enhancement talent guys beat up, getting some. Uh, I wonder one of those guys is going to be a future AJ Styles man, or a future Tommaso Ciampa, yeah, or a future uh, Ty Dillinger. Mm-hmm. I mean Sean Spears. Sorry. Uh, after that, we had Fire and Desire in the ring, and they were taking on Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Yeah, so Fire and Desire get down and come down the ring first. We uh, go to gorilla position. And uh, uh, Alexa is being interviewed, and uh, in the conclusion of that interview, uh, Fire Desire they hit the X button, they break out, they run backstage, <laughs> and they uh, start beating up on they, Alexa and Nikki. As opposed to what happens in 2K20, they did not start glitching all over the place. Mm-hmm. They actually went back there and mm-hmm. uh, started a fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they brawl out into the stage, wrestling to break it up. Eventually, they separate it. They go down to the ring. This match was really short. Uh, so uh, Mandy and Sonya, they're isolating Nikki for a bit <clears throat> until they go for a double suplex on her. Alexa grabs Mandy's ankle and pulls her out of the ring during said suplex attempt. So it's just Sonya and Nikki in there. So Nikki like turns around, brings Sonya more to the center of the ring, hits her finisher, and gets the win. Ah. Like that. It's like two minutes. 
Maybe yeah. A little bit longer. It was super quick. It was very quick. It was very quick. I was like in the kitchen making something. I think it was like I just popped some a little frozen bag of rice in the microwave. Mm. It was four minutes, and this is half of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a, a delicious bowl of pho for dinner. It was fantastic. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's so good, good man. Right. I hit the spot. I've been, I've been hankering for some of that for a long time. I had some leftover meatloaf with my rice from last night. Meatloaf's good. Did you make a sandwich with it? Uh, no, nah, because you know what? So typically I, have, typically I have wheat bread with my sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. It's, good. it's the right choice. With meatloaf, the only thing I want is white bread. Get out of here. Seriously. Like typically, I'm not huge on the white bread for meatloaf. Um, it's the only thing I can do because it's like squishy and mushy. <laughs> yeah, imagine yeah. what it does to your innards. I'm fine, man. I'm feeling good. I feel great. Living life. Yeah, it carries even it, with it white catches, bread. It catches up with you, man. <laughs> does it? Yeah. I don't know, man. I think it might be catching up with you a bit more than me. I don't eat white bread. Um, well, something's catching up with you. <laughs> Probably all this. <laughs> Probably. Speaking of, do we have any more over there? No, that was all. That of was it. the entire. These little tiny cups. That was the entire thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you tell us a SmackDown episode. Uh, next, <laughs> Sami Zayn's walking backstage. He comes upon heavy machinery. Uh, Otis has got a giant package in his arms. <laughs> uh, Tucky says, "Hey." Sammy, Otis pulled your name for the Secret Santa. He got your little gift. Uh, you want to see what it is? Sure. Opens it. It's a giant succulent-looking ham. A ham looked hell good. It looked really good. <laughs> and Sammy, he didn't see it that way. No, he calls like it the vegan. worst, the worst gift he's ever gotten. He's like, "This isn't a ham. This is an innocent animal that was slaughtered and was born into a life just of torture and misery." And uh, he's like, this is not a gift. This is an insult. Mm -hmm. And, of course, uh, Otis, Otis is gets, very he, sad. Yeah, he gets sad. He, gets, he apologizes. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I, Sammy's. Was, I was cracking up at Otis, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. And then uh, Sammy, he's not content with just an apology. Like, oh, you're sorry? You're sorry? You know, he calls I, him I, like I, a dullard or something. He calls him a, a dumb oaf. Yeah. He says, no, you, you, gotta, you, sh you should know better, essentially. Try and guilt mm -hmm. him. And so uh, Oda starts getting angry. In walks Cesaro and Nakamura because they have a match later on. Mm -hmm. They step up to heavy machinery. Uh, there's some crap talk. Uh, Cesaro and Nakamura are about to walk away. Cesaro grabs the ham. You think he's going to take it with him? <laughs> no, nah, he tosses it on the ground. Man, I was so bummed out. Ultimate heel heat right there. Immediately, I was thinking to myself, okay, what part didn't touch the ground? Because just because it's low to the ground it's, doesn't mean. the parts that are facing up. Yeah. Well, wasn't there? I thought it was like in tin foil. It was like in foil of some sort. It was in a, a, a like in those disposable. Yeah. Baking so things. like you know the stuff that landed on that, it's between the ground. Well, I'm and saying, that. I'm saying, it, you know, like not the whole, not every part of the ham is be touching the ground. Yeah. Whatever's touching the ground, I probably don't want to eat. Just get like an electric knife and chop off the stuff that's facing upwards. It's not touching the ground. Well, the majority that's of it's good. still on the the holder, the thing, the thing that they added. Well, it in. depends if it, if it if you dropped it. Did he just like throw it down? Like, no, I think like that? I think. He kind of really because I think it kind of flipped over. Oh, if it flipped over, that's that's a, no, that's just a loss. chop, just chop off the stuff. Big on top. L, big L. No, man, ham looks that good. It looked really good, it looked pretty good. It looked really good. Uh, next tag match, uh, Chad Gable and Mustafa Ali taking on the revival. This was a solid, fun match. Um, <clears throat> yeah, this was this was a lot of fun. This, this was, was really fun. Good. This was fun. Was I just, I just kind of wish, like, look, man, they got this shorty G and Ali thing going on. I like it. Give them a win against the Revival here and put them in. This is a ladder match coming up. Yeah. This is a ladder match. Make it a triple threat ladder match. Add Ollie and Gable. Are you kidding me? That could be great. Why don't they do that? Apparently, originally, they're, uh, the New Day were supposed to fight, not the Revival. They were supposed to fight uh, Rude and uh, Dolph. I guess it kind of, to a degree, makes sense given what happened in the main event tonight. Yep. 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 Yeah. Anyway. So that's another reason I, I, I don't like the revival lining with Baron. Because, like, Dolph is one half another tag team. Yeah. That's competition for the revival in their yeah, own right. division. Yeah. It just doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't, doesn't make any sense. sense. Not really. No. And it's like if they, if they booked Baron as, like, as a super millionaire who can just dole out fat checks to people to, to, to buy their, their loyalty, that'd be something else. Yeah, they haven't really done that, though. But here's the thing. He's not a real king. No. No. You don't have to pledge loyalty to him. Yeah. He's as bogus of a king as there ever was. Yeah, pretty much. And he's not like paid like a king. No. Yeah. He bought that stuff at Party City. Yeah. Probably. 
Man, how about that UK election? Speaking of kings and queens. Oh, gosh. Holy crap. What is going on? <laughs> Anyways. Uh, anyways, this match was really good. Um, early on in the revival, they, they lay waste to Mustafa Ali and Shorty G. I love that you said revival in your notes here. Revival lay waste to Ali G. <laughs> Made me laugh. Booyaka. Made me laugh. Because <laughs> like, I'm typing notes while I'm How watching How awesome it. would it be if they turned that into a gimmick of theirs? They just did the Ollie G thing. I'll be great. And then they go and interview like Boris un- Johnson. Unsuspecting <laughs> people. Yeah, like Boris Johnson. Oh my gosh. That'd be great. Um, so I just typed that because it's shorthand. A He's a treasure. He is. It's good shorthand for a tag team. So I had to write Ollie and Gable. Yeah, it's good. Ollie G. It's good. Um, so then they uh, revival dump Chad Gable face first. He announced the table. Toss in the back of the ring. Only gets a two count. So Gable's isolated for a while. Uh, he tries some roll-ups. Tries to hit some moves to start to come back. Uh, they're all foiled. Dash drops on the backbreaker. Uh, Revival hits some sort of top rope thing. Uh, and, and Ollie, Rana's Dawson out of the ring. We go to commercial. We come back. And then uh, Ollie G, mm-hmm. Mustafa Ali, Shorty G, they take out the Revival with a couple of awesome aerial moves. Mm-hmm. And I think Gable does a senton off the apron. And then Ollie does like a somersault senton off the top rope. Beautiful stuff. Uh, one thing we forgot to mention, this is like spot of the night, of course, was when the Revival came out. And uh, oh, yeah, Dash, Dash tripped over the portal. Tripped over the portal. And immediately, this was the cutest thing. He turned around and said, Scott, I fell. That was funny. He was laughing The it great up. thing is when, uh, when uh, Dash tripped, he did a perfect bump. He yeah. like did his, his arms out like a flat back bump. Yeah. That was rad. That was cool. Muscle memory, man. Yeah. They, they were both cracking up. I That's love it. That's pretty funny. Uh, back in the ring, Gable misses a moonsault. Mustafa Ali is in. Uh, and they hit a double stomp belly to back suplex combo that was pretty cool mm-hmm. um, and then Dash and Ollie get laid out ringside Dawson hits a tiger bomb on Gable that gets him a two count Gable hits chaos theory that rolling German suplex that's a thing of beauty oh yeah on Dawson this is a great sequence Dash breaks up the pin with a top rope splash Ali follows up with a 450 on Dash Wilder Ali's a legal man uh, Dawson avoids a tornado DDT Ali tries it again in the opposite corner instead the revival after Dawson, or Dash tags himself in Counter that with a shatter machine for the win. That was beautiful. That was really good. Good stuff. Yeah, that was really good stuff. And hey, shout out to the crowd, by the way. You good crowd. You wouldn't know that it was a it was a do nothing episode of SmackDown. Mm-mm. That crowd is into it through and through. Yeah, they were. That they were. Hats off to Milwaukee. After that, we had a Bailey interview. I'd love to go there, man. I've been to Milwaukee before. I've never been there before. Went to a baseball game. The Brewer Stadium is is a beautiful facility. It seems like it'd be chock full of real people. Mm-hmm. You know, Just I'll like tell you what. You know, people. I've had my I've had my fair share of Miller beer. Never been a fan. Yeah. I had a Miller High Life in the state of Wisconsin. Oh, fresh man, a fresh beer. Yeah, I don't care what 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 this says in the label. A fresh beer. Yeah, good stuff. Oh, my cup fell. I was. I licked the inside somewhere. Yeah, it's uh, the fresh beer. Uh, One of the best beers I ever had, for whatever reason, was the Bud Light in Vegas because I just like that keg just showed up that day and they popped it yeah. or something. That's good stuff. Man, that, I mean, it's Bud Light. It's, it's watered down beer. But man, that was a refreshing, delicious ice cold beer that day. That's good beer. It's good beer. Anyways, Bailey. So uh, she's doing an interview. She says, I don't care if people think of me anymore. I wrestle for me now. Sasha's actually off recording a, 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 a rap album. She says, the women's division, you're all lazy. And then you hear Elias strum that E minor chord. Mm-hmm. So she walks, I don't know, like 15 feet away. Yeah. And there's Elias, Dana Brooke hanging out. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, what the heck, man? Yeah. Doing an interview. And then Elias says, oh, I pulled your name for the secret Santa. I decided to write a song for you. That was the worst gift. This is a funny song, though. It was a pretty funny song. It was pretty edgy, too, because he talks about uh, Santa offering him a threesome with Sasha and Bailey or something yeah. like that. And he said, no way. He said, no way. And he said, ever since Bailey, ever since you cut your hair, you look like a dude. You look like a dude. Yeah. And Dana starts laughing. Yeah. And Bailey says, okay, we're going to have a match. And Dana says, you're on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Happened Which next. I was happy about, man. I was, hey, Dana Brooke, all that time on main event. And, hey, she was pretty good in this match, like you said. Batista bomb. Batista bomb. That handspring elbow she does. It was, yeah, it was good. She did two of them. It looks great. I know it does. We, we've been hearing for a while that she's one of the hardest working people in that company. Yeah, dude. And it's good to see that uh, paid off with some TV time. Absolutely. And, you know, she keeps putting decent performances in on TV. Hopefully lead to more TV time. Amen. It's good to see hard work pay off, man. In any event, she hit that Batista bomb, got a two. Uh, Bailey kicked Dana's knee and hit the rose plant for the win. Yeah, it was... So. It, it was not terribly surprising, but no. still a good show for Dana Brooke. Yeah, man. 
She tweeted about that Batista bomb. Oh. She says, not good as Dave's. Yeah. But I tried. But, yeah, I tried. Dave, check your DMs. There's a picture of my butthole there. <laughs> In response to the picture you sent me of your butthole. Because <laughs> <laughs> they sent each other pictures of their buttholes. I guess. Whatever. I don't know anything about that, man. <laughs> you didn't hear that in the latest Wrestling Observer? I didn't, I didn't check out the newsletter today. Sorry. They send pictures of well, each other's if that's buttholes. Dave, if that's Dave saying that, grain of salt, man. It was Dave and Alvarez's sources. They both doubly. They both five grains of salt for Alvarez. Let's more. Yeah, more grains of salt. Yeah, for better. No, isn't it? Take it with a grain Uh, of salt. Oh, sorry. The more salt you have, one fifth of a grain of salt for Alvarez. Then (laughs) (laughs) that'd be a great little paragraph in the Wrestling Observer. I gotta, I gotta mock that. I gotta. We should do like mock. You know how like the Wrestling Observer he uses like whatever the font that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's easy, just sort of like. Tr- trim it out or whatever. We should like just make fake little wrestling observer. Wow, I can't believe this was the wrestling observer. <laughs> yeah, they Dana Brooke and um, uh, you know, uh, 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 Batista. They uh, well, you know, you know how they uh, you even practice in the car. Is this is it better? It's getting there. Okay, good, good. It's really good in the car, and then I show up here so you and I can't. Oh yeah, no, I do, I do. No, yeah, you know, no, I do, I do. You know, it's a, uh, you know, I do. <laughs> Uh, another Miz Bray recap, and then a new Sheamus promo. Yeah, where he said, "Did he uh, say the same thing as last time?" What did he say this time? I remember him saying that he's the hardest SmackDown. He's going to be the hardest SmackDown. Dude. Oh, is he trying new material? Well, he he started with the old material, essentially <laughs> yeah. saying everybody's soft. Yeah, and he says, "But I'm going to be the hardest SmackDown." Well, that's different. That was Mustafa Ali's gimmick a, in two two oh five. It's a different. Line. It is a different thing. Yeah. Because either you're going to be the hard guy or you're going to be the hard. You can't be both. Exactly. <laughs> you can't be both. And he things. tried to culminate it by saying, I'm going to be the heart like I'm a warrior and I'm going to uh, uh, show what toughness is. Bro, choose one. I know. Figure it out. And someone realized, oh, Seamus, you have Drew McIntyre's gimmick. <laughs> They're trying to transition. So who other who, 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 is there another gimmick we could take? Yeah. Well, like Mustafa Ali, he was a hard 205 live. People like that a lot. Yeah. All right, Seamus, you're the hard SmackDown now. Okay, well, yeah. Remember that time Triple H and Vince thought he could be, like, the guy of WWE? Isn't that weird? And you have all this faith in Triple H. Get out of here with that. Yeah, he's the best. Yeah, it's weird, though, because that was, like, 2010. And now 2019, yeah. 2019 Triple H, you know who he thinks could be the guy? The purest soul in all of WWE, Adam Cole. I'll wait and see until uh, uh, Sheamus wins both Universal and WWE Championships in the next two years. I'm just going to sit here and think about Adam Cole a little bit. Man, just brings a smile to my face every time. Baby. Uh, Next, Renee Young interviews The Miz. This is good. He has a nice looking looking house. Man, he's got a full size uh, uh, shuffleboard table in this house. You see that? Yeah, man. Amazing. He's rich, man. What happened? Yeah. I'm telling you, man, you and me start a comic book. We could have that kind of money. It's the wrong industry to get in, man, if you want to make money. <sighs> you see what comic do books, is... YouTubing. <laughs> 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 no, man, you made comic book, then we haven't made it into a movie. Yeah, did you try that? Uh, yeah, but now it's different because it's going to be you and me together. Man, unless we start writing for Marvel or DC, none of our comic books be made into a movie. Well, if we write, write for Marvel or DC. They're not going to pay us when it make, gets made into a movie. They don't get those guys don't make money off that stuff. That's the point I'm trying to make, man. Yeah, no, we get like our own property. There are so many you don't even know. There are so many properties right now that are like start off in indie comics and they got turned into a movie. Walking Dead. I kind of do you know how much money Robert Kirkman has? A lot, but then I kind of feel so like that, money. that that ship has sailed on a, a large scale. We're not going to do The Walking Dead. That's already been done. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's talk about the Miz. Yeah, this interview was actually pretty good. First, this was really good. First, he's asked, uh, hey, do you know where Daniel Bryan is? And he goes, no, I don't know where he is. And Renee's like, you know, you and Daniel haven't always seen eye to eye. Miz says, essentially, I don't like Daniel Bryan, but I do respect him. And it's finally time for the Miz to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's going to be a sleuth and find out where, da- where Daniel Bryan is. That's the right thing to do. Well, he's not going to go that far. Wait, did he say he's going to do that? No. <laughs> okay. I was like, did I miss that part? That's a, that's a turn of events. Um, says Bray crossed the line, bringing his family into this whole thing. Um, and then uh, Bray keeps on bragging about changing his opponents. Mm-hmm. Change Finn Balor, change Seth Rollins, probably change Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Um, and this says he's already a changed man because uh, he's a dad now. Family is the most important thing to the Miz. Yeah. 
I've got two daughters. Um, and so uh, Renee then asked Miz, are you afraid of the fiend? Are you afraid of Bray Wyatt? And you hear Maurice. Miz. No. Michael. Yes. Get Mike. over no, here. Mike. Mike. Come here now. Calling from upstairs. Oh, the baby has problems. She runs. She got the baby monitor. And there's, there's Monroe in her crib playing with some creepy doll that you see in the thumbnail here. Yeah. And then, of course, Miz is freaked out. So they run up. And as they're going, like the camera flashes, there's Bray. Let me in. And Let then it cuts back to the baby monitors. More, there's all the puppets from all the, the Fireflies Funhouse yeah. in there. They get upstairs to the room. They open the door. Well, this was funny because like they get up there, and Miz sort of stands in front of the door because he's like a little bit freaked out. And there's a red glow on the yeah. On there's this. a red glow. Yeah. And then uh, uh, Maurice like pushes him. She's like, "Get in, get in there now. We must rescue baby." Yeah. And uh, so they run in there. And then Monroe's in there with the creepy doll. Yeah. Is 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 Mrs. Kid like a really good actor? Yes, because that was really good. I know. So they take her out of there. Miz has the doll, and Maurice is holding her, and the baby and Monroe's crying and keeps pointing at the doll. I know. While crying, yeah, it was really good. It seemed really legit. Yeah. Was this all in one take? Yeah. Holy crap! I think so. Yeah, I think it was. Like I don't remember a cut. I don't remember one either until Miz says, "That's it." Yeah. It was really well done. It was really well done. It's like a freaking Orson Welles movie, man. It's pretty good. Anyways, as soon as that was over, uh, Firefly Funhouse began. Starts on a close-up of that creepy doll in Monroe's crib. Who is it, man? Is he going to be, are they going to personify this? Are they going to give it a human form? Is he going to be Liv Morgan? It's not, right? Because they just no, announced that she's like getting makeover. a makeover. It seemed like an Emelina thing. Everybody keeps on saying, like, in the thing, oh, it's going to be Liv, it's going to be Liv. They really just need to debut her, like Liv Morgan, to end that because people are all over Liv Morgan. See, I think the, be... I, we've seen so far, save for maybe Daniel Bryan, we're not going to see any sort of new Wyatt family. I don't think it's going to happen. If they did, they'd drag somebody from like deep, deep in NXT that hasn't like really they did been with seen before. Like they did with Braun, yeah. Not repackaged someone we've seen already because that, that wouldn't be like, make any that's sense. That's just Liv Morgan. Why is she sister? Right, everybody who's insisting that Nikki Cross is going to be sitting, it's like, no, she's Nikki Cross. She's already a person that exists in the They're same universe. Characters. Um, and so uh, Bray says, you know, hey, I was just trying to be nice, holidays and all that. But uh, uh, Miz, I know how much you love your family, which is, which is what's going to make this so hard. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, Miz, you were so obsessed exposing what happened to Daniel Bryan. They ended up exposing yourself. Yeah. There's a little gag there. Yeah. I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> Not in the way you're thinking. Uh, and then Bray says, well, I fixed myself. I used to have problems, but I fixed myself. I taught myself that pain isn't real. Yeah. You can train yourself not to feel pain. And he bangs his head on the table mm-hmm. and just laughs it off. So they're trying to motivate the, the, uh, why the fiend can like take a, take a beating. That's good. That's good and stuff. And he says, Miz, I can teach you how to not feel love anymore. Whoa. And he goes, read five was fire. That was good. That was really good stuff. Bye, Miz. Have a good day. Yeah. I good. thought I thought this was great. I really I really like the whole I taught myself that pain isn't mm-hmm. a real thing. I thought that was really good because then you're setting up, okay, he can't feel pain, then what is the weakness? What mm-hmm. is it? So that's good stuff. Uh, next, more Baron and Dolph backstage. They find all the Baron sedan drivers are laid out. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> after that, Heavy Machinery versus Nakamura and Cesaro. Fine enough match. I just, I just not. You know, man. Uh, usually, not really give much of a reason to care. You know how I am. I don't really care. But at the same time, I was I was sitting there watching. You were thinking about the ham, weren't you? No, I was like, man, Otis versus Shinsuke. I have no idea why I want to see that as like a singles feud, but I really kind of do. Remember when Otis had a really good match against Tommaso Ciampa? Yes. Yeah, I know. I know. I was sitting there like, man, I don't know why I like that, but I just want to see it. It's going to happen at some point because Tucky's the one that's taking all these pins. Yeah. I don't think Otis has been pinned yet. Boy, that uh, that Kinshasa on Tucky, too. Ooh, yeah, man. That was a rough one. Anyways, the finish was pretty cool. There was a lot of back and forth, and like Otis trying to do the Caterpillar. Sammy got on the apron to distract him. Uh, prior to that, Heavy Machine, you were trying to get off a compactor. Cesaro broke that up, but yeah, as you mentioned, Nakamura hits Kinshasa on Tucky. Yeah. Pick up the win yeah, for his stuff. team. Good stuff. Uh, let me see a shot backstage of Baron Corbin lecturing his security detail or what's mm-hmm. left of him. Yeah. A lot of good that did him. Well, he can afford security detail. No, I mean, a lot of good spending the money for security. Oh, yeah. Well, again, we said he's not rich, but evidently he does. They should play that up a little bit more. I mean, he's got a Ferrari. Yeah. Those cars aren't cheap. Although, didn't Billy Gunn say that was rented? I mean, still, the rent on that's got to be pretty expensive. You think so? 
Yeah. Where do you think you can get a Ferrari rented from? I don't know. There's probably some luxury car rental place. Rental. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you get it, like uh, even Hertz has their... Uh, like luxury stuff. Yeah. Right? You can get Aston, rent an Aston Martin at certain airports. Oh, yeah. Exotic Cars Enterprise. Yeah. Exotic Car Rental by Enterprise. But I don't know if you meant a rental on like that or, or a lease. Well, that's a lease is different. I understand it's different. Let's see here. Like some people just rent those cars just to Instagram them out. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Would you ever do that? Logo? No. No. Me neither, man. Uh, Dodge Challenger. What the heck? You, you can buy one of those. This is also in Sacramento. These are the exotic <laughs> cars in Sacramento you're looking at. The Challenger at. Is, is a luxury exotic car. A Stingray? Corvette? Is that yeah. Escalade? Nah, man. This ain't oh, a, a Porsche. You got, okay, you got a Porsche. All for Romero. What is this guy? Maserati. All right. Mercedes. Well, yeah. Well. well, Maserati is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How much for a Maserati? How much that for that for a day? I don't know if that'll tell you right there. You probably have to fill Details. Us. Check availability and pricing. See what right got. here. Rent an exclusive. Like I already said where I'm from. Sacramento. Come on this now. car is not available. Oh, here we go. Buh, 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 buh. Yeah. Pick up. Return. Yes. Yeah, continue. Continue. <laughs> just show me. Just I just want a price. See, look, it's only hundred dollars a day. No, that's not the right car. Oh, performance sports car, two forty-six a day. Uh, Executive, what's the most expensive thing you can get? Three fifty-four total. Three fifty-four a day. That ain't nothing if you want to Instagram it. Probably get some. You can become an influencer if you do that a bunch, like Dan Bilzerian. Who? You never heard of Dan Bilzerian? No. We'll talk about him later. If we must. Uh, if you know, if you're in chat, you know who Dan Bilzerian is. Let me know. Hit a one. The name does sound familiar. I know you've seen him before. Uh, next, or, or would be, was supposed to be our main event, Kofi versus Baron Corbin. Uh, Baron is joined by Dolph and his security guys. They surround the ring. Kofi's got advantage early, hits a trust fall, go to commercial, come back. Uh, Baron pushes Kofi off the top rope, drives in the barricade. Now he has the advantage. Uh, Kofi's on the comeback, hits an SOS. That gets him a two count. Uh, Baron goes for a, a pop-up powerbomb. Kofi reverses that into Rana, follows with a boom drop. Kofi sets up for trouble in paradise. Dolph grabs his ankle. Ref sees it, tosses him from the ringside. You're out of here. No sooner is he at the top of the ramp, he comes sprinting right back down, attacks Big E. Kofi, Baron go down to ringside, join in. Uh, ref calls for the bell. Baron DQ'd. Done. Um, uh, ref breaks the brawl. Uh, Big E grabs the mic, says, Let's, we're going to have a tag match, mm -hmm. and we're going to do it right now. One thing Mr. Dope mentioned here in chat that I forgot to mention was when Big E called Baron a trick. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. That was I was like, I'm sorry, what did he just, did he just call him a trick? That was funny. That was great. Uh, so we go to commercial comeback. Tag match is, uh, what's the term, in media res? In media res, yeah. Uh, Dolph's hitting a famous sir on Big E. Uh, Baron's in. Big E is the one who's isolated, despite the fact that Kofi already had a match. Yeah, yeah. Big E's the fresh guy. Uh, Baron goes for some move up the second rope. I don't know why he would do that. Uh, Big E moves, follows the belly to belly. He gets a tag to Kofi. Dolph gets tagged in, too. Uh, Kofi proceeds to beat the heck out of Dolph all over the place, sends him out of the ring. He's about to go for what I assume would be a trust fall. Uh, uh, Baron hits him with the clothesline. Um, and then Dolph ringside super kicks Big E. So Dolph goes in the ring. He has handcuffs. Mm -hmm. And he brings him in, gives him the Baron. Should have been ham cuffs. Should have been ham cuffs. Baron puts him on Kofi. So the ref DQs him. Two DQ losses for Baron tonight. Yeah, man. Dolph's holding him down. Uh, Kofi's trying to break free. Uh, and then Baron wraps the cuffs around the ring post like what happened to Roman last week. Uh, and then Dolph and Baron go to the ring, and there's more dog food there. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, the Revival come down for some reason. So, yeah. Hit a shatter machine on Big E. Well, because they're fighting the Revival at TLC. Yeah, but doesn't necessarily mean they have to help Baron. No, but they want to soften up their opponents. I get mm. that. That makes sense. Roman comes down. He destroys all the Baron security guards. Uh, Revival beat on him some. Toss him in the ring. He drops him with some punches. Superman punch for Dolph. Uh, Baron blindsides Roman. He gets the scepter like he's going to use it, turns around, eats a Superman punch. Uh, Roman picks up the scepter. 
uh, grabs a can of dog food. He's ringside. He's about to take both those to Baron. Dolph super kicks him. Dolph sets up a ladder. Uh, the Revival, they come down. They put Roman on the unstable. See, the Revel aren't just out here to soften up the New Day. Well, yeah. I mean, the Romans are getting in the middle of their business. Uh, they put him on the announce table. Dolph goes up the ladder. Uh, Big E takes out the Revival. Roman scales the ladder, tosses Dolph off uh, through the announce table. As Baron makes his way up the, the, the ramp. I think there's like an unspoken kayfabe rule with wrestlers, like in kayfabe. That, hey, man, if you're mixing it up with our upcoming opponents, we need to come out there and handle our part of the business. I think that makes sense. I think that makes sense. It's good. It's really good. Some questions. Oh, Epico's back. Thank Epico. you, Epico. Hope you're doing well. He escaped the trunk that he was in in Florida. Mm. And that, that $20 is him saying, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. Uh, VFL, AFL, Football Australian Rules, Baron should be bullying the loser's locker room. He should probably be in the loser's is locker room. Is VFL, AFL, Football Australian Rules, is that account, I'm not going to click on it, but is his YouTube channel dedicated to VFL, oh, AFL, It'd be amazing. Rules? I love Aussie Rules football. Me too. I don't know what's going on, but it's a lot of fun. Oh, it's great. I used to watch it all the time. We used to have it on ESPN. I know. I used to watch it too. Remember they, they score, they do this. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like... It's great. Uh, Nick Kyle, Power Rank Top 5 Guest Commentators on AEW Dark. So Vicky Guerrero was on there. Dustin Rhodes was on there. Dustin, uh, Sean Spears was on. I was not okay. Who are we forgetting? Taz. Oh, yeah. Taz was on there. Taz was on there. Has Conrad done it yet? I don't believe so. He really should. He should really be a commentator. He'd be good. He already has a very successful mortgage company. True. Do you want to start up a mortgage company with me? You know, you have to, there's company? a lot of training involved in that. You just can't start up a mortgage you company. You do that. You be the, the steak, I'll be the sizzle. All right. Shake and bake? Yeah, shake and bake. <laughs> shake and bake. I'll be El Diablo. <laughs> 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 Greg Morris. Honestly, when does Baron win the main, main title? Pfft, you're blocked, Greg Morris. Never. Never. That might be, uh, I might have to get up on wrestling for a while if he actually yeah, wins a, a top title. Shake and bake. Uh, Tim, Tim Spulak, why does TLC seem like a, such a mess with uh, not announcing matches earlier? This is Vince's strategy. He thinks if you don't announce the matches, people will tune in the pay per view to see what matches are actually happening. That's like apparently a new thing now. Whereas if you look at the history of promoting, which uh, you can blame Vince for being lousy at a lot of things. Uh, promoting generally is not one of them. He's been a pretty phenomenal p- promoter throughout his career. Yeah. Um, generally, people want to want to know what they're paying for. Yeah, you'd think. They're paying for the shield. They're paying for the WWE. They're man. paying for the name. I know. The name, yeah. There you go. Hey, by the way, I just noticed that we have 429 people watching this live right now. I just like everybody to take a second out, take a deep breath. Smash that like button. And hit that like button. Smash it. Smash that like button. It's a Friday. What better time is there to smash? I say smash the like button. Uh, Let's see here. What other questions do we have? Bring up a question. Oh, Therith bought a power rank. The best worst names for Sasha Banks' rap album. It's boss time. That's the best worst name. Yeah, that's true. That is the worst. It's the best worst because it's uh, Michael Cole. Uh, Jake Mountford, if people start... It should be called Snoop Dogg is my friend. But like Snoop Dogg is in big letters, or is my cousin. And then down below in really little letters is my cousin. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Jake Mountford, if people start losing interest in Bray Wyatt Fiend gimmick, should they give him a partner or a group? Or would that be too similar to the Wyatt family? I don't think they need to resort to giving Bray a faction again. There should be enough there to work with with that character to add wrinkles. Just... The fact they're having Miz take on the Firefly uh, Funhouse Bray versus the Fiend, I think, is a step in the right direction in terms of uh, uh, of keeping the character somewhat fresh. Does it make Miz look weak? This is my own question. This question is from Steve here. Does it make Miz look weak if he's jobbing out to like a bunch of puppets on tonight's episode? <laughs> like Mind it, games, man. Like the puppets. Yeah, anyways, uh, let's see here. Uh, uh. <laughs> Emperor Hodge. Was it actually Renee Young in the Miz's house, or did the Fiend use the shapeshifter shapeshifter <gasps> ability to let me in? Yeah, we didn't see Renee. Could be uh, once Miz got up. That could. That's true. Yeah. Let me in. Let me in. John Moxley, I'll let you in. Wow. Uh, let's see here, James Rodriguez. Is this me, or does Roman seem like a more likable badass that fans will actually embrace? 
Will WWE ruin this once they start to push him into a title program? I don't know, man. I like. I I, I need Roman away from Baron Corbin, and then I can judge more properly. Yeah, it's, just, it's Baron brings everything down. Here's the thing. Uh, remember when Roman was feuding with Sheamus, and I said the re- the reason they're having him feud with Sheamus because no one's going to cheer for Sheamus. Yeah, but, it's the same thing here. Uh, yeah, no but, one's going to cheer for Baron Corbin. Yeah, but Sheamus. The thing, the problem with Sheamus is that he was like. There's like a, there's like a, like Baron just brings everything down. Oh yeah, I'm not saying it's it's, it's a one a complete one for one analogy, but the motivation might yeah, be the sure. same. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Andrew Jocelyn, if SmackDown ever totally fails and does awful ratings, Fox pulls out. What will WWE do? Will they put SmackDown on the WWE Network? I doubt USA would want sloppy seconds. Yeah, they would. They would totally take. Yeah, it. they'd probably take that because they'd get it at a pretty good deal. Yes, they'd get a good deal on it. So for sure. You know, I mean, here's the thing. Right now, they have NXT on Wednesdays doing seven hundred seventy-eight thousand. You think they're not going to want a show back that's doing two million? Mm-hmm. Of course they would. Mm-hmm. Certainly not for two hundred million a year. Yeah, no, they'd, they'd, they'd get probably a get for half that. Yeah, maybe on those pull money on my. They'd get a discount at a thinner. Uh, wow, yeah, like thin on questions. Not surprising because it was SmackDown. It was a SmackDown thin on story. Fair enough. Anyways, that's it for the show. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We do appreciate it. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Then you go to the notify bell and then click all so you guys get your new notifications. New 10 for the win going live tomorrow morning, so be sure to check that out. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.